KISS 92.5 Studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, I'm Sean Mendez. This is Selena Gomez. Drizzy Drake. Taylor Swift. Post Malone. Camila Cabello. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Right here. Turn up. My boys, Roz, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. I can feel uh, Between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. I Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Hey, you know what I did last night? I sous vide. What's sous vide? Oh, what's sous vide, you asked? Yeah. So sous vide is a way of cooking, and uh-huh. it's sort of like a, a French culinary technique where you have this contraption that you put in a pot of water, and it okay. looks like it looks like the um, uh, you know, like the hand blender, like the whipper kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. It looks like that, but it hooks on the side of a pot. Okay. And what it does is it gets the temperature not too too hot. Only like I did a steak last night, and it was like 129 degrees. Okay. So you fill it full of water. You fill this pot full of water. Yeah. And then you set this thing. And the one that I have, like it's Bluetooth. I can just set it on my phone and it oh, works. Nice. And, the it, couch. and it circulates the water and heats the water. And yeah. then you take a steak or whatever you're cooking and yeah. you put it in a Ziploc bag and you take all the air out of the Ziploc bag. And then you put that Ziploc bag in the hour in the, in the, the pot and you leave it in there for an hour. Is this a real thing? Or are it you is a real me? thing. No, I'm a hundred percent, dude. So you this cook is, steak in a bag in a pot. Yeah, uh, you cook steak in a bag in a pot with a machine that you control with, over uh, your phone. I'm telling you, the future I, has arrived. I don't know, man. Okay, so I, yeah, I need to see this yeah. in action. And, and so, and so, what's that? That's like stew. No, 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 it's not. No, it's nothing like stew. It's a, it's like boiling spaghetti. Only you're putting a piece of steak in the water. But you're putting steak. So, like you're eating wet meat. No, because the steak is in a in a vacuum sealed bag, so the steak doesn't actually get wet. Moist, right? No, not even at all. Really, it came out sort of dryish, just as normal natural juices. So, what it does is it perfectly cooks a steak. Like, cause so you can put it to one th- temperature. You can do one twenty nine, one thirty one for forty minutes, or fifty five minutes, or an hour, ten minutes. Cooking depending a steak on- for forty minutes. I cooked my for an hour. It was in the water for an hour at 129 degrees, and then I took it out, dried it, put a pan on the oven, blazing hot with a little bit of butter and oil in it, and then I threw the steak on and literally like 20 seconds on each side just seared it and got a really, really great crust on the outside and then took it off and put it on a plate. So I cooked the steak for on a pan for under a minute under a minute and then I cut into it and it was the perfect color all the way through. Like not even a tiny little bit of variation. It was a perfectly cooked steak from the very, very top to the very, very bottom. But then you don't get the charred boiled marks on it from the barbecue. You can, you can, no, you can sear it on the barbecue if you want oh, to. you still can still get the and marks you can on still it, get the marks. You have the marks. Yeah, I don't like the marks. The marks mean nothing. The marks mean that you've burned lines into a, into a great piece of meat. I don't know about this. Yes. I'm telling you, look it up. Sous vide, and it's spelled S-O-U-S-V-I-D-E. Sous vide. It's, I'm telling you, it's a way of cooking. People cook like this. And they've been sous weed? Yes, sous, no, it's not called sous weed. You jackass. It's a legit thing. Look it up. Steak in a bag. No, it's not. Don't make it sound. <laughs> gross because it was actually quite delicious. All right, I believe you. I believe you. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. 
Hi, it's Ron Zamoka. What's up? Hey, Ron Zamoka. It's Reese. Hi, Reese. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Good. What's going on? Uh, I just wanted to ask Ross something. Oh, yeah, okay. Go, go for, for it. it. Hey, Ross, when did you teach your kid to cook? When did I teach my kid to cook? How old are you, Reese? I'm 10. You're 10. Roxy could make an omelet and flip it in the pan when she was just before six. So about five. I learned how to make hash browns and scrambled eggs when I was eight. Oh, wow. wow. Good for you. Is that like your uh, your go-to meal to make on the weekends? Yeah. Nice. Yes. Rox can, she can, she's great because she and Catherine bake all the time. So Roxy could go to the pantry, get all the ingredients yeah. and follow her, one of her cookbooks. And if I left her alone, she could work the oven and everything. She could make a full cake yeah, on, on her own. Yeah. hundred percent. She could, she could make a full cake. Yeah. Yo, yeah. I love cake. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> Who doesn't love cake? Uh, yeah. No, Sish, I, I, cause when you, I find that when you have a picky kid and I don't know Reese, whether you're a picky eater or not. Um, oh, I'm very picky. Y- when you're dealing with a, a kid who's a picky eater, I, I find that kids will most likely eat what they cook because there's a sense of pride to it. And yeah, I heard you say that on the podcast. Yeah. Totally right. Yeah, and, and it is. And I would recommend that to anybody. I don't like to do a ton of parenting tips and stuff like that. But, you know, you got to eat and you want your kids to love good food. And it's the, it's the same reason why I started Roxy on super spicy food when she was an infant. You know, when she was in a high chair, she was eating spice. Yeah. Because I'd wow. never, I never wanted to have the kid that picked pieces of pepper, you know, out of mashed potatoes. Sure. Because it was too spicy. You know, I like spice. Yeah. I just don't like the plain taste of pepper like if you don't buy um you know red peppers yeah if you buy those and just put it on a uh if you just put it on a kebab or something like a burger maybe sure um i usually take that off because the plain taste of just a red pepper it's gross yeah wow i love red peppers do you like mashed potatoes reese Love mashed potatoes. Yeah, see, mashed potatoes are another... Kind of the gravy? Totally. Mashed potatoes are another thing that uh, the kids can make real well. Yeah. Because you just put them in a pot, you dry them out, and then you put one oven mitt on a kid's hand so they can hold the side of the pot, and then you give them the masher and just tell them to go to town. And then after that... It's just throw butter, salt, milk, pepper, and it really doesn't matter also, how much you throw in. You just let them go. Mashed and potatoes, then, you can hide things in, too. Well, no, no, no. Okay, the, the, the trick, Maury, honestly, the trick is to not hide things. Yeah, you want the, the them to trick, know what's in there. The, 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 the thing is to just get them cooking. No, I mean, so you can you're hide, not hiding things. Because there's a whole cookbook on how you can hide vegetables. I and don't agree things. with that. I don't agree with it was, that. It was uh, Jerry Seinfeld's wife came out with that. Was it? Yeah. yeah. See, I don't, I don't agree with that. I think that, you know, I think that you can make a balance. And, you know, if you teach a kid to peel a carrot, cut a carrot, and, you know, if they like hummus or if they like something else, they will eat the carrot yeah. because they've peeled it and they've cut it. Like, yeah. kids will eat what it's they like cook. It's like a sense of pride, right? It is. Peeling yeah. a carrot, that's dangerous. It's not dangerous. <laughs> it's not dangerous. I know, supervision, I was, like, my dad. Yeah. Like, whenever so, I ask if I could use the carrot peeler, he's like, no, it's too dangerous. Do you use While no- I'm over here using, like, a plastic spatula, I'm like... Open eggs like dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the only thing that rock, the only thing that you have to watch out for kids is that uh, when it comes to stove stuff, because uh, when when they're, when you're little, you'll have to stand on a chair off to the side of the stove, which is fine for certain things. But uh, I don't do anything that'll splatter. Like I'll never have rocks do uh, like a fast fry something oh, or, God, when yeah, or when you're no, braising no, no, something no, 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 no. because the uh, it's eye level with them. 
Well, thank you very much for calling in, Reese. Wait, I got a question for Maury. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, Maury, how do you even eat Matthew's dinner when you order skip the dishes or Uber Eats <laughs> to your house? Wow. It's You get rid of all the evidence and then you eat again. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. two dinners for Maybe the price Maybe I'll tell one. Matthew. Yeah. I'm about to hide Maury in mashed potatoes, so don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Reese. No problem. Bye. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Number one comfort food for you: pizza or burgers? Pizza. Yeah. Easily. It's tough. Why? It's tough. What about you? Pierogies. I flip back and forth between pizza and burgers. My new secret order food is pierogies. Pierogies not on the list. If uh, there is, and the interesting thing about this list of comfort foods. Who put the list together? Um, Just a bunch of food nerds? Sure, yeah. There's only one soup that made the list. Soup. Oh, can I guess? There's only one soup that made the list. If you could only put one soup on the list of the, and it's the top 10 comfort foods, what? Oh, it'd be chicken noodle. No, Italian wedding. Italian wedding? <laughs> yeah, Excuse me? Italian wedding soup. Where do you get Italian wedding soup? In a can. Oh, jeez. It's not chicken noodle. No, it's not chicken oh. noodle. Is it tomato? Yeah. No, no, no. Matzo ball. Yeah. Matzo ball. Is it matzo ball? It's not. I just said it was tomato, Maury. Oh. I don't know. I would choose chicken noodle soup over... And when we're talking comfort foods, over right? Over tomato. I would 100% say chicken noodle yeah. soup over tomato, tomato soup. Tomato soup is pretty boring. Yeah, but I think more people enjoy tomato soup. I don't think so. I mean, so. Andy Warhol only had tomato soup for every meal. I don't know about uh, that, though. To me, chicken noodle, like when we're talking, like other, okay, so uh, uh, the re- let me work out the rest of this list here. So we got pizza burgers, number one or number two. Yeah. Easily. Uh, uh, French fries, number three. Sure. Oh. Agreed. Sorry, fried chicken, number three, French fries, oh, number four. Agreed, agreed. Fried chicken. Do pop. chicken strips or chicken fingers count as fried chicken? Yeah. Are they fried? Deep fried? I think so. Sure. Yes. If oh. they're breaded, deep fat fried, yes, Ooh, I would so say fried form. chicken. Okay. Mm. Yes. I would, I would, I would put that in the list. You got a deep fryer at home, right? I do. Yeah. Can you bring it in tomorrow? No. <laughs> Oh, please, it come would, on. No, we would, we would stink this whole place out. I have to deep fry in the garage. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. Okay, the, how about this? The deep fry is not in the kitchen. It's in the garage. Bring it in tomorrow, and yeah. we'll deep fry in the parking garage downstairs <laughs> oh before we start God, the show. Dude. Uh, pasta at number five, mac and cheese at number six, grilled cheese at number seven, mashed potatoes at number eight, mm. chili at number nine, and then tomatoes. Really? Yeah, and then tomato soup at number ten. Interesting to put pasta and mac and cheese when there's technically the same thing. We... But prepared differently, though. True, yeah, but they no, fall no, under no. pasta. No, 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 they don't. Mac and cheese, I would say, is not pasta. But it is a pasta. No, it's not. But it, it doesn't matter. It's it's uh, it's mac and cheese. It is not pasta. Yeah. No, if but, somebody no, said, it, hey, it, if, if I went to somebody's pasta. house and I and they were like, hey, you want to come for dinner? And I was like, yeah, cool. Uh, and then uh, there was, I was like, what are we having? And they were like, pasta. And I sat down. And if they gave me mac and cheese, first of all, I'd think they were trashy. Uh, but secondly, <laughs> uh, secondly, I would say that this is not pasta. This is mac yeah. and cheese. No, but There's macaroni is from the pasta family. It, you sh- of course it is, yes. But you don't call it pasta. You call it macaroni and cheese. But they sell it in the pasta aisle. Yeah, but if you go home and Matthew says to you, hey, we're going to have pasta tonight, what do you assume? He's going to make pasta and sauce. Right, right. Pasta with tomato sauce. End of discussion. Let's continue. That's pasta. Right, but I'm just saying that they put pasta and macaroni in two separate things. To me, right. because they're separate. Be, because spaghetti be a, and meatballs. No, no, no. Because spaghetti and meatballs is wildly different than mac and cheese. Wildly different. So it's, you it's put two spaghetti, spaghetti and meatballs things. with like uh, pasta. Cannelloni. No, I, yeah, no, Maury. Okay, listen. I would put it in the pasta category, yeah. which we already established is a different category than mac and cheese. Because I don't agree with that. Okay. 
Trash well, we're trying to talk about soup. <laughs> I thought uh, we moved on from soup. Okay, no, no, but uh, but tomato soup at number ten. But I highly agree with you, Mocha. That uh, chicken noodle soup. If we're talking comfort foods, would be yeah. the soup on the list. Yeah. When you're sick, what do you have? Yeah. You want chicken noodle soup. Matzo ball. Matzo ball soup to me is better than chicken noodle soup. Really? One hundred. Is it a chicken broth and matzo ball yes. soup? Though it is. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever had that. Have you never had matzo ball soup? No. Can we deep fry it? Parking garage tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Aaron says here, if you can only eat one type slash brand oh of God. snack item for the rest of your life, what would it be? And then in brackets, he has like Pringles, cheddar, chocolate almonds, whatever. Is popcorn? Chocolate almonds? Yeah. God, I've had chocolate almonds before. picking chocolate almonds as their one, <laughs> one and only snack? That's like a desperate snack for me. Like glossette raisins are really good. Mine's ah. easy. Mine's easy. Mine's easy, easy, easy. It's so easy. If I only had like one snack encompassing all snack foods of all snack foods, um, it's either salt and vinegar chips. Yeah. Because I can, I'll do anything with salt and vinegar chips. I love them. They go with everything. Or if I'm still allowed to, like, can I say like nacho chips, but am I still allowed to have salsa? Yeah, of course. Okay. It's, it's that's part of the combo. Okay, then my one then my one snack is nacho chips. So I have two. Yeah. Swedish berries, I love anything that Maynard's Over makes. Chips. But you can no, only pick one. You I can have only pick, pick one? one. Okay, then I'm picking Miss Vicky's salt and vinegar. Really? That's my you went with Miss Vicky's. Yeah. See, I would not. Not Why? at all. I don't like them. No? No. Nope. Which ones are you going with? Lay's. I'm just going to go straight up Lay's. Lay's. Lay's salt and vinegar. Yeah, just as far as a very basic snack, I'm going Lay's salt and vinegar. Dan Mori? It was between popcorn and Kit Kat because both are my life. Yeah. But if I can only pick one because I feel like I would get sick of Kit Kat and I don't want that to ever happen, so I'm going to pick popcorn because you could just give me a bowl of popcorn and I'm the happiest boy alive. We started. I hadn't made microwave popcorn. Stop saying boy. You're 43 years yeah, old. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Super right, sorry, 42, 42, 42, 42. I did the math wrong and now you just did. Okay. Uh, popcorn. I hadn't made popcorn, microwave popcorn uh-huh. in, I don't even know, 20 years, right? And my only experience with microwave popcorn was from, you know, 10, 15 years ago when you'd be in the office and once a day somebody would throw <laughs> microwave popcorn in the microwave in the office kitchen and it would burn and it would smell the place. <laughs> and then workplaces put a ban on microwave popcorn, if you remember. They did that here. Yeah. yeah. Because somebody overnight heated up popcorn yeah. and it almost burned the kitchen down. Yeah. So they so companies started banning uh, microwave popcorn. So uh, I haven't been exposed to microwave popcorn in a really long time. And I remember the last time I cooked it, it was just an unforgiving, you know, disaster where you had to make sure it was the right side up and it never tasted right and it never yeah. smelled right, everything else. And so I was completely against microwave popcorn for years. And so I would just make it on the stove in a pot. I put like popcorn in, put a little oil in, shake it with the lid of the pot on, you know, rock like- Like Jiffy you, Pop? You, no, no, like in a pot. Oh, that's like actual, actual kernels in a pot, right? Yeah. That's how I made popcorn. That's how I've always made popcorn. And then Catherine bought two weeks ago microwave popcorn and oh my God, has it ever changed? Or it was. Really? Did she bring home Orville? Yeah, yeah, it's really. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Orville ones are great. Yeah, she put it in the microwave, and it pops, and everything is perfect. There's not one unpopped kernel in the entire and bag. Fluffy as and hell, and they're fluffy as hell. Yeah, man. And they're, 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 it, it's it's like it is so different from the old school microwave popcorn. Yep. Microwave popcorn used to be half the bag was burnt black mm-hmm. and then the other half was white but tasted burnt black. Yeah. And, that's, and half the bag was leftover unpopped kernels. Yeah, like that's what microwave popcorn used to be, right? Not anymore. I am yeah. all for microwave popcorn Really? Now. Did oh, she change your mind? Wow. Yeah. Did Good she give you 
the Orville it. regular or the Orville kettle corn? I don't know, man. What's the difference? <laughs> popcorn the popcorn. tastes very different. Are you kidding me? Kettle corn tastes very different What's than kettle regular. kettle corn? I, some, it's, there's a taste to it that I don't oh, like. Oh, no, it's sweet. Yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, no, this no, is no. a that doesn't come big my difference. House. And did you know that microwaves sweet. have a popcorn button? Yes, which I can't use on my Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Sarah asks, what is your favorite type of French fry? Oh. Like, there's only one, but there's different shapes, right? There's only one kind of French fry, but there's different shapes. Okay, well, read that question again. What is my favorite type of French fry? Yeah. Okay, so let's go through the different types then. There's wedges. But that's a, a wedge, not a fry. No. No, no, well, there's the, they're still French fries. No, no, those are potato wedges. Yeah. I'll so, tell you mine. So, okay, so I, like, I think different types of fries would be like skin on, skin off. Curly. Curly or does she mean I McDonald's? love curly mm. fries. You do? Oh, curly fries are so... Yeah. Can I tell you? I would rather not have fries than eat a curly fry. Are you serious? Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. How has McDonald's never done curly fries yet? Because they're awful. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, do, I don't do curly fries. I love curly Google fries. McDonald's curly fries? Because I'm almost sure, certain they did. Oh, you think they did at one time? Like it was the McPizza? <laughs> Yo, which I played a few McPizzas back in the day. Yeah, those McDonald's, were so good. McDonald's uh, curly fries. Uh, oh yeah, they did. See, I thought so. But in North America, though, or is this like? Yeah, no, no. I totally remember having these. Yeah, they did for a little bit. Yeah. Oh, they twister should bring those fries. Back. They should yeah. bring these back. Yo, McDonald's, please bring back the uh, your curly fries. Yeah. Oh, these are so good. Damn. Interesting, huh? Like I, McDonald's does a good fry. God. So I guess we can just agree. Just what, well, what no, is your favorite on. type of French okay. fry? No, no. I will say this: my like, poutine my, is a type of French. No, fry. it's not. No, it's not. My favorite type of French fry is I love like the thin, long, shoestring cut French fries. Same. I don't like the super size fry. Okay. Unless they are triple fried from like the day before. Mm. <laughs> See, I okay. don't like those because then you you get less ketchup when you dunk. See, I don't. I don't. I only. I only do four at a time in gravy. Mm. Um, no, shoestring fries are my best. Like if you're doing steak free, like if you're doing steak and fries, like yeah, those yeah. thin little. I don't like the. I don't like a big fat French fry. Right. Like I don't like a big thick fry. I don't mind the ones that have a little bit of skin on them. Still. Really? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't mind those. Like pub style is what I think yes. they call those. Right. Not a fan. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Caitlin asks, uh, what's your favorite sandwich? Mm. Sandwich. Mine is always number one, forever will be veal. Really? Yeah, yeah veal parm with some cheese and onions and peppers. Oh, extra cheese. Mmm. Mushrooms. You know what I think my actual favorite sandwich? I mean, I have a lot of favorite sandwiches. I love the combo of... To me, the combo of chicken, cheese, bacon, lettuce, and tomato, and melted and heated, to me, that is just always going to be a winning combo. But an old school tuna sandwich is still maybe my favorite. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I love, I I really do. I love a tuna sandwich. But what I've been eating a lot of lately, Mm -hmm. and maybe you guys can debate me on this and say that it's not a sandwich. What I've been eating a lot of lately are homemade bacon egg McMuffins with cheese. I would still consider that a sandwich. 
It's the act of a sandwich. Where you bite it and then yeah. the, that, that the egg bursts mm -hmm. and then you just use whatever's left in your hands to sop everything up off the plate. Yeah, I love those. And it's those. so hot and you put a lot of pepper on it. Mm. And to me, like that is, I've been eating so many of those because I'm just home during the day and Catherine will come into the office while I'm doing something and she'll just hand me one. She just goes ahead and makes me one during yeah. the day. And I'm like, God, I love That's you. What I have to do during Matthew's Zoom meetings is bring him a sandwich. Yeah, but I don't use it for clout though. She just does it because she loves me. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, stings. <laughs> <laughs> That's another rule of Maury's house. When Matthew's doing his Zoom meetings, Maury has to play like he's his assistant. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to have the towel over my arm. <laughs> Bring him sandwiches and tea. My yeah. favorite sandwich would have to be the egg salad. Oh, God. So smell you know, one time Maury brought an egg salad sandwich yeah. to a movie screening where it was just like only press allowed. So there's like a so big gross. movie theater and probably 30 people in the theater, yeah. right? And Maury always brings sandwiches. Actually, I don't know if the egg salad sandwich is the, better or worse than the time you brought a tuna sandwich to I'd say egg is worse. Movie, egg is worse. Screening. Egg yeah. is worse. Yeah, egg And is I was sitting, we don't sit beside each other. We sit like rows, if not like seats and seats and seats away from each other. Yeah. And I could still smell that egg salad sandwich. I was on a flight one time when I'm not, no joke, the person beside me on... I was at the window. The person who was sitting in the middle seat, okay, had an egg salad sandwich. Yeah. And the person who sat in front of me, in front of me, crushed three cans of sardines. Sardines. Ew. Yep. That Ew. shouldn't be allowed. There's no way. <laughs> that shouldn't be allowed. Yep. That's so gross. So yeah. he opened the can of sardines. Yeah, yeah. It was like a can or a jar, whatever it was, but he went through three of them. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. So, gross. so gross. And did anyone say anything? No, no. And I was surprised that nobody did. Can everybody you, everybody you, was so can polite. Can you imagine if the, the, the egg salad person next to you like Roll tapped you on eyes. the shoulder? Yeah. And was like, you believe this guy out there? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, did you see that picture of Justin Bieber eating a burrito? No. He eats, a, he eats a burrito like you eat corn. No, he doesn't. Sideways. Let me see the picture. You I, have I don't know. Hold on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Give, me, give me one second. You can, you can come on over. I'll find it in a second. I don't feel like searching on my Justin. work computer. Justin Bieber eating a burrito. Yeah, Justin Burrito. It's the first thing that pops up. It's the most famous thing he's ever done. <laughs> this is now the most famous thing that Justin Bieber's ever done. Look. Get out of here. Yeah. Okay. No. He knew cameras. Were no, on man. Him. No, he had to have no. known cameras were on him no. to eat a burrito like no, that. No, no, he's eating like like that. That's not the first time he's ever done that. He's eating it like he's like you're biting into a sandwich. He holds. He's eating it like a piece of corn. Like he's yeah. eating a burrito sideways. That ain't right, like man. He's biting into the side. That's part against of it. all rules of food. Is it? Yeah. See, I get I get killed all the time because I eat chicken wings with a fork. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. What? Yeah. Why do you eat chicken wings with a fork? I get. I enjoy it more. I, I find that it's easier for me to get the meat off. But you don't get all the meat, though. Yeah, I do. So after you're done with the fork, do you I then... Go in, yeah, and then I go in with my mouth. You then pick it up with your hands? Yeah. But why not just, like, eliminate the fork altogether and just with your hands? Because I'm a dipper. I don't like my sauce on my wings. I like my sauce on the side. I get my wings dry, and then I get my hot sauce on the side. So you just pick up the wing with your hand and dip and it into dip the it sauce. In. No, it's not the same thing. So what I do is I go at it, like, okay, like the drumsticky parts, right? Yeah. So I go at it from the fat end. Yeah. And I jam the fork in on the fat end down towards the skinny end. And then I lift up the, the end of the fork. So all that meat comes off on the fork. Uh -huh. And then I just dunk that right into the hot sauce and then into the face. And then I flip it around and I do it on the other side. Once both sides are done, then I pick up the wing and I go at it with my mouth. 
but I eat wings with a fork. And if I'm in a restaurant and I order wings yeah. and the wings come to me and I don't have a fork and I ask for a fork, I won't touch a wing until my fork arrives. Because you fancy like that. Because it's, it's how I eat wings. But it's how I've always eaten wings. It's oh. not as messy as eating a burrito like this that's going to fall in half and have sauce drip all over yeah, your nice shoes. I don't know. I, but people eat things with weird Mocha, ways, though. man. People eat yeah. things weird ways. Did you I see had, was the guy from Friends that ate corn? Uh, like No, it was uh, Michael Buble ate corn like it was a hot dog. Like just shoved the yeah, the but, end right into his mouth. Well, you can't eat a whole yeah, corn that no, way. He can't. Maybe you can. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can. What, what, what other mouth talents? So like what, has? So I guess you would just like put the corn in your mouth, put your teeth down, and then scrape it out. Yeah, no, right? right. That's not enjoyable at all. Right? No. I don't know if that would be enjoyable. See, the way I eat chicken wings though, because yeah. I had wings last week, yeah. is I index finger. And thumb, yeah. pick up the wing, dip it in whatever, hot sauce, extra barbecue sauce, whatever. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then I shove the whole thing in my mouth. Yeah. Bite down and then pull. And then pull. Do you yeah. eat um, shrimp with a fork and knife? Like take it out of the shell with the fork and knife? No, That's I, how I do I it. I eat the shell. No, you don't. I eat the tail shell. Do you really? Yeah. There's no way you do. Yeah. I don't like it. I've tried it. Isn't that deadly? Nah, I don't like it. Deadly? The man's still alive. <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> deadly? Like, it, like it's going to kill you? Like there's like some poisons in the shell? Poison? Oh, yeah. no. Like in there's certain things shell? you can't eat. Like you think they leave it up to you to take the poison off your shrimp. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's what I was taught when I was a kid. Don't eat the shell. That it's poison. No, when the when the tail, like you know, when they peel most of it and they yeah, leave the crispy leave tail, the tail yeah, on, you yeah. take that. When that take gets it all out. when that gets all fried up, I just throw the whole thing in my mouth. It's delicious. Oh god, oh, you can't no, do that. You don't do that. No, no, I don't. You don't throw the whole shell in your mouth. <laughs> Excuse me. No, I take it off. I think really? you should stop doing that. Yeah. Really, there's a lot of things I think you should stop doing more, but I don't bring it up <laughs> in appropriate times. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. If you could eat one food, and I'm going to go through the results of this poll. Mm-hmm. If you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Spaghetti and meatballs. Oh, really? That's number four on the list. Spaghetti and meatballs, huh? Yeah. Wow. Um, second, uh, my second choice? Yeah. Pizza. That's number one on the list. Of course. Yeah, number one on the list is pizza by 90, like Cereal. 95%. Cereal? Cereal? Let me see if that's even on my list here, Maury. Cereal. What kind of nutrients are you going to get from cereal? Yeah, but some people absolutely love cereal. Like a bowl of Shreddies. I know, or, but I'm, I know, but I'm oh, just saying. This, the question like is... Cheerios. Cheerios? Cheerios. Cheerios? What are Cheerios? I've heard of Cheerios. I haven't heard of Cheerios, though. Okay, but you have to, you have to understand Cheerios. here. This is what you're going to be eating for the rest of your life. The like rest every, of every your meal. Life. Yeah, but, uh, okay, hold on. But every your meal. Pizza's awesome, but every day... I know, but you could live off pizza. <laughs> yes, every day. You can't live off. You you would you, yeah, would. you put milk in it. <laughs> uh-huh. Sure, okay. okay. We know the process but, of how the cereal is Yeah, I get, I get together. that. Yeah, in a bowl. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. yeah understood. Okay, yeah. pierogies. Uh, what is it? Pierogies. Pierogies. <laughs> uh, is that on your list? <laughs> no. no, pierogies is not uh, is not on my list. I swear to God, you know what I think you are? I think you're an alien, right? <laughs> and you've studied the English language, and so far you've fooled a lot of people. But I think you like you need an update. <laughs> like Windows 86. Yeah. Okay, so pierogies not on the list. So I'll run down the list for you. Moke had it number one. Uh, pizza number one on the list. Steak number two. Uh, then ice cream at oh, number three. Oh, you're making fun of the cereal. 
spaghetti at number four, bacon at number five. Oh, yeah. Fried chicken. Oh, my God. Could you imagine only eating fried chicken <laughs> yes. for the rest of your life? That's <laughs> so delicious. Uh, at number seven was French fries. Number uh, eight was grilled cheese. Uh... Number nine is kind of cheating a little bit because they just blanketed Chinese food. Oh, but there's like a hundred dishes. Uh, there's yeah. like a hundred dishes. So, yeah. So, I'm going to have to say. You're I not... enjoy Chinese food, but yeah. I'll stay away from yeah. certain dishes. Yeah. What do you stay away from? Anything that's too gingery. Oh, yeah. yeah I hear you. Right? I hear you. Like sometimes they have like ginger chicken. Yeah. Bah. No, I'm not down with that. I like, no. a, I like a nice chicken fried rice, though. Oh, so so man, wonton soup, right? uh, Maury. Mm. Really? That's your go-to? I love wonton soup. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Um, I, I actually do. I enjoy wonton noodle soup. Mm, so mm. good. And at number 10, mac and cheese. Oh, yeah. Done. <laughs> Maury's very upset. <laughs> Done. Maury's like, mm, so that cereal be... and mac and cheese. Oh, God. Oh, that is disgusting. Oh. You are a disgusting alien, Beach Maury. body ready. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Um... I'm sorry, I'm so distracted right now. I'm looking at cookbooks online, and I got to oh, yeah. get out of there. Figure oh, out what I was wanted to talk. Uh, I was just looking at one, like a just a, like a barbecue sort of cookbook thing, because I'm just obsessed about food and how to prepare certain things. Yeah, and I was thinking about doing a video for Instagram on how I cook a perfect burger because Ooh, be because we get a we get that question a lot on this show because you and I have debated how to cook a burger yeah. many times on this show. I love cooking burgers on the grill. Yeah, so you do grill. on the grill. I do it on the grill, but I have a cast iron plate that I put down on the grill so it, so it turns the grill into a skillet Yeah, because to me, like that's, the one, that's the one and only way to... Right to, on the grill for like 20 minutes. Oh, jeez, Maury. God, he's cooking a shoe. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, yeah, no. So I was thinking about doing a video for that, but and then I was just looking to get all my ingredients in order. So I was just, I was just looking for inspiration. Okay, now, like do that. You, I have five minutes. Do you um, go through a lot of cookbooks? No, I go through. Or do you do? No, like, you know what's you know what's interesting? Because I watch a lot of yeah. stuff, especially when it comes to cooking stuff. Yeah, I just find stuff on YouTube or like these chefs on Instagram and then just go to their YouTube channels. Yeah. It's very rare now that I will go out of my way to get a cookbook. Yeah, see, I, I still dip into cookbooks every now and then just for inspiration, not so much for the recipes because I think that cookbooks do offer so much that you actually don't get on Instagram or on, on YouTube yeah. and you think it's very much the same, right? But when you take the kind of personality out of it and you're just dealing with ingredients, amounts, preparation and you take out the music and the personality and everything else and the, the sort of goal where when you, I watch a YouTube video, oftentimes I'm just watching a YouTube video to be entertained by somebody cooking sure. and then you just see the end result and they take a bite and they go mm, so good <laughs> uh, but with but yeah. with a cookbook you want to learn you know sure. there's there's an education to a cookbook and I so I like both but I like I'm a very visual yeah. so I need to yes. see somebody doing it so yeah. I know when they say you know, it's got to crisp a little bit. I need to see yes. how crispy they're making it. Are we Fair talking enough. Fair enough. super, super crispy? Yeah. Or are we talking just a tiny little bit of, just yeah. a little Fair bit of crisp? Enough. You know no, what I mean? I, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, but no, but with uh, with certain things, like when I buy new gear for the kitchen, like when I bought a sous vide, and if anybody's yeah. listening right now, and you have not dipped into the world of sous vide, it is life-changing. It's game-changing. It will up your game. It makes you want to cook again. Like, it is so amazing. A chicken breast in the sous vide, and then you just crisp it up in a blazing hot pan on the stove for less than three minutes is the greatest chicken breast you'll ever eat in your life. I will say, Roz, you turned me on yeah. to the sous vide. Yeah. 
You should just end it at a turn me on. That goes without saying no more. Because when you explain to me how food tastes yeah. when you're using the sous vide, yeah. I was like, I need to try yeah. for myself. And I yeah. bought it and instantly fell in love. And the money I saved on with sous vide, where I realized I saved, is that I no longer go and buy really expensive steaks, like oh, like crazy expensive steaks, sure. to sort of have that thing that only an expensive piece of meat can give you. Because in a sous vide, I can buy like cheap steak, but when you sous vide it and then cook it properly afterwards, mm-hmm. it is an amazing experience. Like it's just incredible. Like and forget even, about the seasoning. All you yeah. need really is salt and pepper. That's, and that's it. it. It's all can you, you need. Can you sous vide yeah. fish? Because I you can sous vide yeah, fish. Yeah, you can sous-vide actually. Fish is incredible. Because I well, does it take? Because I cooked salmon last night for it felt like an hour. It was in the oven for like oh forty five minutes. Oh my god, more forty five minutes for salmon? Jeez. But it kept bubbling, so I thought it wasn't done. Ew, that's so <laughs> gross. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, the salmon was bubbling. Oh, my God, dude, that's so gross. That is so gross. You're disgusting. You're disgusting. Oh, my God. Oh, God, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Oh, this is going to start a fight. What? Question. For you, Mocha, and for everybody else. What is the best leftover? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Pizza or pasta? Pizza or pasta for it you is the best. Okay, the let me. Absolute- okay, so hold on. So wait, wait. So and then we'll get to the worst in a second because okay. then Maury also went out on the street to talk to all you guys oh. to find out how you felt. You want me to? You want me to go through this list real yeah. quick? Oh, so it's an official list. It's an official list. They okay. did. They, they did the top seven. Uh, Chinese food at number seven. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. All right. Agreed, agreed. Now, I'm going to hold off on number six because I highly disagree with this. Okay. So I'm going to skip to number five. Okay. Pasta. Preferably spaghetti with meatballs. Or or like sausage or something. Agreed. Right? Agreed. Okay. Uh, Number four, mac and cheese. Agreed. Number three, cold fried chicken. Okay, yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay. Okay, I agree. All right. Number two on the list is pizza. Okay. Not number one. So number one is, well, hold on. What are we missing? It can't be hamburgers. No. We already said chicken. It will all make sense to you in a second. Number one. Yeah, it'll all make sense in in a second. Is it a sandwich? Nope. Well, it could be. It could be a sandwich. It could be if you wanted it to be. Don't say turkey. It's not turkey. Is Thanksgiving it? leftovers. No, is it? Yeah. I would tend yeah. to disagree. Really? Yeah. What? No, I like day of only. Okay. I now, don't mind it, but I wouldn't put that at number one. Let me skip to number six here. Let me go back to number six oh, and right, revisit yeah. this. Okay. Because we skipped over because I highly disagree with this as far as the best leftover food. Okay. Fries. No, absolutely not. Fries reheat voted so poorly. For french fries as being the best the best uh, day after food? Fries are above Chinese food. No, I would highly pick Chinese food over fries. Thank you. Fries, they get soggy. You, yeah. that, that's like an in-the-moment uh, meal. I highly agree. Right? But cold fried chicken, though, huh? Mm. Mm. Uh, damn it, Maury was talking to you guys last night. Oh, wait, can I say what my worst is? Oh, yes, please do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Fish, anything fish. Yeah, I, yeah, I would agree right? with you on that. That's I, the same day of yeah. in-the-moment 
food. Fish. Right? Yeah. And like reheating fish. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Roz. We are not live downtown. Get more to add to that list. Of course, I would add you to the best list of leftover foods. Hi, what's your name? Raz. Okay, what is the best? What is the worst? Damn. You're opening up that Tupperware. What are we finding? Best is a beautiful leftover piece of lasagna or pasta, something oh, carb related. Oh, oh, uh, don't you have to warm it up, just start digging into it. Oh, and wow. the worst, uh, as a guy who loves chicken, leftover chicken is always a no no. Oh, really? Garbage really? the next day for yeah. sure. What is the best, what is the worst leftover food? Okay, the best leftover food is curry. Anything with rice, oh, it reheats yeah. well. The oh. best is definitely pizza for sure. Nothing better than a cold pizza in your fridge. Just open the box, take the slice out, don't have to dirty any dishes. The worst, McDonald's fries definitely are pancakes. Because pancakes never go bad. I found one in my closet after a pancake dinner at my house one time. <laughs> Still the same, eight months later. No. So would that be a bad thing or a good thing? It's bad. It means yeah. a lot of preservatives in there. Yeah. <laughs> best is garlic bread. It's good, cold or hot. Right out of the fridge. Okay, what are you adding wow. to Alyssa? I would say the best would be anything like Chinese food, like noodles. Mm. Oh, that's the best. And like in the morning, Fried I'll eat rice. that all the time. Uh. Worst is like anything like like a taco or like anything Mexican is not good. If it's like, if there's like lettuce on it, then you can't eat it the next day. Anything like cold really, like tomatoes on it? No, can't eat it the next day. I could definitely eat a burrito any time of day, no matter how it <laughs> is. Like, you know, I'll probably just put it in the microwave, heat it up a little bit more from what it was yesterday, but <laughs> it's still a burrito and I'm still going to eat it for sure. I'm not going to let that go to waste. Absolutely yeah, chili. Chili tastes way better the day after uh, it's been in the fridge. Uh, I would girl. say that. And for the worst is anything mushy, like sweet potatoes that have already been buttered that's put back in the fridge. What are you adding to the list? Okay, my favorite all-time leftover food is definitely Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas dinner. And then the worst would definitely be soup because it turns into a gelatin. The worst is creamy anything. Like any cream sauce, fettuccine, pasta. I mean, as soon as you heat it up, it's just like glue and... (laughs) (laughs) You know, wallpaper paste. (laughs) Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Question for you. Go. If you're most likely to snack, what time of day are you most likely to snack at? (sighs) I'm going to say most likely to snack at 2 p.m. Wow. Maury? Um, I always snack uh, between 4 and 4.30. 4 and 4.30. Why 4 or 4.30? Well, because I wake up from my nap usually around then and I feel groggy and stuff, so I just need to feed myself to, like, give myself some sort of energy. Right. Because the food makes you feel good. Always. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I'd say 2 p.m. 2 p.m. According to this story, the most popular time in a day to snack, and I'm assuming that they're talking to people who work a somewhat regular 9 to 5 day where they have that schedule. Eat breakfast, lunch is sometime around noon 1, get home, dinner sometime around 6. The the time that they have, which is the number one time of day to snack, is 2.41 p.m. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. 2.41. Now, they were also asked, what are the things they most likely crave at snack time? Chips. Cheese. Chocolate? Yeah. Cheese. Yeah? Strawberries. Wow. Bacon. Ooh. Honey. Honey. Coconut. No. Blueberry. And also, weirdly enough, lemon. Yeah? Yeah. As a snack. But like, I guess, lemon on something. Maybe like, lemon in water? 
Maybe lemon and water, but that I wouldn't say. Man, if I asked for a snack and somebody gave me lemon water, <laughs> you wouldn't be friends with that person no, no more. I'd be in or prison the never, next day, or, or you would never go back to that <laughs> establishment that served you. Right? Let's be honestly. I don't go to anybody's house <laughs> anymore. Like, nobody's ever going to serve me a snack. That's true. I like That's to so pre- I like to pretend I have uh, friends. <laughs> do you, ever, you don't have. Do you ever order uh, Uber Eats just so someone knocks at your door? No. What? what? I have a family at home that I quite love. <laughs> like I love spending time. I don't. I've never sat at home. With Catherine and wish that somebody else was there to sort of alleviate the boredom that I have hanging out with my partner. Like, I quite like spending time with oh, the people in my life. Because I've done, like, if I'm home alone, I'll order Uber Eats just so I have that sensation of, you know, a knock at the door. I'm like, I heard, someone's here. I heard two weeks ago, yeah. Dan Mori used Uber Eats to order a cup of hot chocolate. Just so that somebody would knock no, on the door didn't. to hand him hot chocolate. You ordered hot chocolate on Uber Eats? Yeah. How much did you pay for that hot chocolate? It, was, it came out to about $7. Oh, oh my God. God. But can I tell you something? Yeah. It was so cool that I didn't have to go out and get it. I know, but dude, you can't Uber Eats a hot chocolate, though. No, you can. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You asked me if I'm being petty. Okay. Okay, so here's the thing, right? There's not a lot. I don't talk a lot about being born in Montreal, right? Because I have no sort of affiliation and I have no emotional attachment at all to being from Montreal. Also, you hate the Montreal Canadiens. Thank you. There's only one real Quebecer thing that I have in me that I know is because I was born a Quebecer which is my love for extreme pettiness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you tell me if I'm if I'm right or if I'm just being extremely petty. Okay. So I order food on an app. Okay? Yeah. And I order like chicken fingers? Yes. With a dipping sauce. Yeah. And I order fries with an extra large gravy. Great meal already. Thank you. Yeah. Right? Great meal. It arrives. And as I'm bringing the bag in from the door into the kitchen, I realize that the bag seems very light for all the food that I ordered. Okay. And then so I open the bag and and, and what's in the bag is a box with the chicken fingers in it. No large fries, no large gravy. Okay. So I run outside, the driver's gone. Whatever, that happens. So then I'm on the app as my food is on the counter getting cold and I'm messaging back and forth with the people on the app and they're being sort of accommodating, sort of accommodating. Okay. And they immediately say that they will refund me the money for the fries and for the gravy. Right. And I say, but the whole meal's ruined. They should be refunding you. The whole thing. The entire meal. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that. When you ruin, That's fair. When you ruin the meal. Yeah. Right? You refund the meal. When you ruin the meal, you don't just refund the part that's missing. I'm you refund the whole meal. I agree. And there have been times when we've ordered through multiple apps and there's been a problem with the order... And I'm almost 100% sure they've refunded the entire meal when something was wrong. 
There was one time we ordered from, we ordered a couple of burgers from Five Guys. And when the driver showed up and gave us the bag, I was like, on the opposite of your experience, Roz, I was like, this bag feels a little heavier than what it should. And the order that came was a lot more food. But we... Oh, really? One of the burgers was like, uh, I don't know if I would typically order this. So we messaged them on the app and they refunded the entire... The entire order because the entire order was messed up. I still ate them burgers though. Don't get me wrong. You know, and then she says to me or whoever I'm talking to on the app says, we appreciate your concern in wanting a full refund, but that's not how we operate. And I wrote them back going, I don't think you do appreciate the concern. (laughs) Good for you. And you should operate in a different way. Yeah. Because the idea of, like, you can't just do that, right? I agree. Like, you can't. You can't just do that. You have to take responsibility. Somebody has to take responsibility. And I don't want it to come down on the driver because they just picked up the bag. Yeah. And I certainly don't think he ate my fries on the way. I'm not one of those people where I start thinking conspiracies and everybody's against me, right? Like, I don't have to salute this out. It was a mistake, but you have to, like, what is the full meal then? Then what is the full meal? You have to refund the full meal. If you forget yeah. half, if half my meal shows up in the bag, you don't refund me for just the half. You get what you ordered. Thank you. So you should get a refund. Thank you. And, the story and, end, and I always think of it this way, right? What if I'm there with my, with my lover and it's the night that I, I plan her. to propose, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, what if? What if I have this whole thing planned, Yeah. right? And let's just say there's just the two of us. I have the candles going and everything else, right? And let's just say that my dinner was chicken fingers uh-huh. and my lover's dinner was french fries and gravy. Extra large gravy. Extra large gravy. <laughs> let's yeah. just say that that's the situation that we're in, right? Uh-huh. Where it's actually for two people, not just for one person, but it's for two people. And my lover doesn't get her fries and gravy. And I planned to put the ring in the... The whole thing yeah, is ruined. You have to replan, change for another night, blow out all them candles. Right. It's not just a refund <laughs> on the fries and gravy. You've ruined the whole meal. So anyway, so I got the refund for the fries and gravy. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Let me read you this headline. Nearly a third of all food Americans eat make them feel guilty, according to new research. Oh. A third. Hell yeah. So the study found that Americans feel guilty about 29% over the food they eat. Define guilty. Um, so the no, guilt. No. <laughs> you define guilty. Yeah. Because when you say Thank that, you. I think to myself, okay, like, oh, I spent too much on that or oh, I shouldn't have eaten that because I have all this other food to eat. So I'm curious as to what the guilt is. The guilt is over the what you just ate, not so what like you spent chips. on it. Oh, yes. I shouldn't have had chips. I just went to the gym. Why did I have chips? Right. Most of the guilt comes from what we choose to eat for dinner, though, according to oh. this. So it's poor dinner choices. So it's yeah. not a snack that makes you feel the most guilty. It's always a meal that makes you feel the most guilty. So yeah. it's when you're starving and instead of going home and making something that will make you feel good and is healthy, you fill your body full of garbage. Can I tell you something? Yes. I feel this all the time. I would assume that. This happened to us last night on our way home. My wife and I and our son, we were out. Meanwhile, on our way home, knowing that we had a fridge full of healthy food, yeah. we're just starving, hit the drive-thru. Did you? 
went home, ate, it was delicious. And like 20 minutes later, yeah. it started to sink in, really sink in. Yeah. And instant regret. So the feeling of guilt after you eat something, they say lasts nearly 20 minutes each time, meaning that you can spend three and a half days every year just feeling guilty about oh. what you ate. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. And then what if you compound that to like <laughs> lots? <laughs> if you what? If you, compound. If you compound that to like lots. Do the math, Mocha. Do the math. Uh, but also in the study, yeah. they found that Americans believe certain foods are gendered due to stereotypes. Oh, like boy food, girl food. Boy food, girl food. Really? So foods that seem overwhelmingly feminine <laughs> to people okay. include salad, cupcakes, and fresh fruit. I have never said no to an apple because that's a girl <laughs> food. <laughs> like, what is the matter with people? No, I think it's the this kind of... This looks like a girl food to you. No, like I think it's the kind of apple. Like, that's, a, that's you know, an everybody this apple. Is, this is if a, you have a pink a, lady apple... But I, I don't, I don't know, even know what this man. is. I think this is like uh, the apple that I'm holding right now. I think it's... There's something wrong with your apple. It's weirdly colored. It's kind of beautiful, though, in a way. I think it's Gala. Yeah. Maybe. Those are the best apples, by the way. Gala apples no, are the best apples. But I don't look at an apple and say... I don't eat them because they sound like Gala. <laughs> <laughs> This, this, I, let me, okay, you want to know that. Okay, so here, let me tell you what the foods people think are masculine. Okay. Okay, so we went through what foods people think are uh, gender due to stereotypes. So the feminine foods, again, this is so ridiculous. Salad, cupcakes, and fresh fruit. The masculine foods. Okay. The masculine foods. Beef jerky. <laughs> yeah. Hamburgers. Uh-huh. Steak. Yeah. And meat sticks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> kind of masculine. Get out of here. Meat sticks? Yeah. Like a pepperoni <laughs> stick? Yeah. <laughs> apparently that's boy delicious. food. Delicious, though. Delicious, yeah. but apparently that's boy food. I don't think I've ever associated a food with a gender. I've never not had a salad. Like, I've never not had a salad because I thought that society has made it girl food. It's yeah. so weird Very to think weird. in those terms. I agree. Of gendered so food. So what if you have a salad and a steak? I see nothing wrong with that. Or salad and like a pepperoni stick. Right. That would be weird. <laughs> now, would the pepperoni stick be cut up or would you just Ooh. eat it with your hand while eating no, a salad? No, you got to eat your meat with your hand. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Question for you. Mari, come in here for a sec. Hit me. My love. I'll tell you the truth. I need the truth. Okay. <laughs> That's all I do. That's so it's, all I do. It's an etiquette question. Mm-hmm. I'm um, glad I'm here. Okay, good. Yeah. So when you're at a restaurant, not at home, but when you're at a restaurant, okay, and you're with a group of people, let's say five. Okay. Do you wait for everyone's food to come out before you start eating? I do. You do? Yeah. Why? I'm just curious. More you? I, if it's like a bigger group, absolutely. I, I, but it's not like I put any thought into it. It's just like, it's just how I was always raised. And I'm used to doing that when you go to people's houses. So it translates into restaurants as well as you just right. wait till everyone's food arrives. Cause Do there's you? nothing worse what? than when you order something like yeah. a steak that takes longer and everyone is starting to eat and not waiting for you. Right. So it makes sense that you wait for them. Like I understand if the food is 
on its way out and it's only one person is carrying everything. So it's 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 going to be the difference of 30 seconds yeah. before somebody's dish now. comes out. But if there's an issue where what somebody ordered was like a little bit more difficult or like the order screwed up or something like that, I'll just eat. Sure. You sure. Know? And there, yeah, because at that point I'd be like, well, it's not your fault. Right. right. I also don't think it applies to appetizers because appetizers, like a, if you're ordering something and it's a small oh, salad point. or a soup that good is going to get cold good and point. your main's still going to come, then or, I want to start right away because then my main's going to get cold. But like if I don't care, yeah. right? And if my food shows up, or sorry, Roz, if your food shows up and mine doesn't yet, right? Right. And if I don't care and in. 100% of the time, I do not care. I will say to you, Roz, you know what, man? Just go ahead. Yeah. Just start eating. Yeah, but you gave the verbal confirmation. That's fine. Yeah, but totally. But if you never gave that, the question is, would Roz, without your warning, would he just wait okay. on his own? Okay, so here's where I'm going to tell you, both of you, that you're liars. Excuse me? Okay. This is, this, is why you're, this, is why you're both, this is why you're both liars. Why? Okay, first of all, 75% of people say that they wait till everybody has their food. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you, I, how okay. am I a liar? Because, okay, you, me, and Maury, right? Yeah. We all go out. And uh, Jenna's with us. Damn it, Matthew Moore, your husband's with us. Catherine's with us. So there's yeah. six of us. But Catherine's right? sitting beside me, though. Yeah, of course. Why yeah. wouldn't she? Matthew's sitting beside you because he likes you more. Okay, this is getting really twisted. Uh, okay, so we all. Okay, so we all go out pre-key party where we're obviously going to swing. <laughs> Because yeah. that's what you guys want to talk about is <laughs> swinging for some reason. Okay, so we're all swingers going yeah. to get a carb up before yeah. we all go back and orgy, right? Okay. Yeah. Obviously. Why don't you skip the meal? Okay, so here's the, here's why you're both liars, okay? okay? So we all order burgers. Burger yes. fry, burger fry, burger fry, burger fry, burger fry. Done. Okay, your burger fry hits the table first. Yes. Right? Yep. You're not taking one fry? I mean... That doesn't count as starting. Yes, it does. No, to yes, me, yes it does. No, a bite no, of a burger is no, a start. No, 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 no. You either eat or you yeah. don't eat. But that is no, like... no, 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 okay, no, no. Question number two. No, 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 okay. no, no, Kat. no, no, because no, 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 no. Because I know what you're saying is you're like, do you actually dig in? But people may not dig in, but they pick, which is still eating. But that is. You're but now eating. you're going. No, no, no. But now you're going on meal selection basis, right? Like if I order a steak of mashed potatoes, yeah, I'm not gonna go and take a bite out of the steak or take like. A fork full of mashed potatoes. No, but if I get a burger and fries, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm yeah, but take a I'm fry. taking one fry because to me that's no. like the test. Like, is it cold? Is it hot? Are we good? Do I have to send oh. it back? No, I, also, I take it French fries because French fries are delicious. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Oh, take these back. Okay. Let me ask you this. I don't want these. Get away are from all me. of the other ones on the tray, or does the guy have to go back and he and, and get the other ones? Like, are, are all of them on? Out at the same time. What I'm saying more. All I'm saying is that okay, if you put a burger and fries in front of you, and my burger and fries is not in front of you, you both are eating. You're yeah, both but, yeah, but that's just burger and fries. fries does not count yes, as eating. It does. Yes, it does. No, that's tipping my toes in the water. <laughs> it's not tipping your toes in the water. <laughs> also, I've never heard that expression before. <laughs> it's not an actual expression. <laughs> you just okay. ruined our swingers' night, by the way. Yeah, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Went for Indian last night. What'd you eat? I, I normally I have like a vindaloo, uh-huh. which I really love. I love a spicy vindaloo, but I normally order Indian to come to the house because I like to get a good sweat going. Yeah, like when I eat Indian, I. 
preferably in a perfect world, by the end of the meal, I like to be shirtless with a towel over my head. Oh, my God. Right? I like to get a good sweat going. I put the towel, I lean over the coffee table. Yeah. My brother and I have done this together. Okay. Where we order- Like under the same t- under the same towel? <laughs> um, no, not <laughs> under the same towel. Actually, we had our own towels. So I'll, I'll go in the kitchen and I'll- um, if I don't have a tea towel, I'll actually just go and get like a bath towel. And yeah. what I like to do when I eat Indian, because I like it super spicy. Like yeah. it's got to be really spicy. And I put on the coffee table and then I lean right over yeah. and uh, take my shirt off, sometimes preemptively because I know how hot I'm going to get. Yeah. I take my shirt off and then I take the towel and I put the towel over my head. Uh-huh. So it's almost like I'm eating in shame, right? So I put the towel right over my head and then I just eat. And then as I start to sweat, I just use the sides of the towel. Uh-huh. But I don't take the towel off my head like I tent myself while I'm eating Indian. Are you wearing pants? Um, generally, I would say. I wouldn't want to get that much spice anywhere that's uncovered. So with the towel over your head, right? Yeah. I was trying to picture this. When yeah. you lean over the bowl or yeah. the plate, yeah. it's like like when you go for a steam. Does the towel drape over your bowl as well? Uh, it would have to, otherwise you'd have to lift it for every bite. No, no, because it's just um, imagine it's imagine I use like a towel where it, it comes to the on your forehead like where a hood does, like, oh, like right on gotcha. my right on my forehead, yes, right, yeah. and then it's hanging so down. So it's like you're eating food with a hoodie on. It's like I'm eating food with a hoodie gotcha, on. Yeah, gotcha. but it hangs down like a just like giant flowing uh, Why don't you terry cover cloth the whole hair and your all of your face. So you, also the steam will cleanse your face. No, I don't want to do that. I'm not. I don't want to get clean while I eat. That's weird. Why is that right? weird? Yeah. It's, you know, two that, that birds, would be like, one stone. That would be like having wings and clipping your nails at the same time. Oh, gross. Right? <laughs> like, also very like hard who, to do. Who would ever do that? Yeah, right? so gross. <laughs> like, who would that ever, is so, like, who would ever do that? Of all the things that you could do. That's probably, yeah. because you eat the chicken wings with your hands. Yeah. Right? And then, what? So, you, like, you take a bite, and then you clip your toenails, yeah. and then you pick up. Another chicken wing and take something like that. I had, I had a friend. I, I, had a, I had a friend's mom. I had a friend's mom who used to oh, chew who used to chew oh. gum with while eating. So like what? she would eat dinner. She would tuck the gum in the side of her mouth, and then she would take like a bite of steak and potatoes, chew it up, swallow it, and then go back to the gum in between. I've done that in at between, a ballpark though. In between bites. Wait, but how does the steak and potato not kind of mix in with the gum? She puts it in a pocket, yeah, like off in the side. Puts it in a pocket. But then that would mean, let's say if you take the gum yeah. and you put it in the pocket on the right side of yeah. your mouth, yeah. that means you're only chewing with the left side yeah. of your yeah. mouth. Yeah. I've done that with a hot dog. Yeah. And you know that some gravy gets in there too, right? Yeah. 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 That's weird. Yeah. No, it's but weird. think of how awesome it is because you take a bite and then when the, you swallow the bite, you could chew some of the gum, put the gum back, take another bite. I get gross. I get grossed That's out disgusting. if I see somebody chewing gum while they drink something like coffee. That's weird. Yeah, it's yeah, so that's gross. gross. It's so gum is gross though. When's the last time you had gum? I never have gum oh, like anymore. Two days ago, I love oh, gum. Really, you love yeah. gum? I had gum last night because I was worried I had bad breath. You had bed breath? Bad breath. <laughs> 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 you talk funny, bro. You stop chewing gum. Yeah, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So a Harvard nerd yesterday really what? cheesed a lot of people off. Okay. What did he or she do? Well, he, Professor Eric Rim, at the Harvard Chan School of Public Health, is trying to ruin French fries. Oh, God. 
Okay. What, now we're not allowed to eat French fries? He says there is no real healthy amount of French fries that anyone should eat. He calls them a starch bomb. Oh, shut up, Eric But Rim. if you must eat French fries. Yeah, which I do. I must. Professor Rim suggests six at a time. Like pick up six, eat. No. And then pick up another no. six. And, as in six in that one sitting? Yes. And that's it? Yes. Has this nerd never had friend, delicious french fries before? Mm-hmm. You can't eat six french fries and then stop. Uh-huh. Yeah, he tells the New York Times, I think it would be nice. The New York Times meal- ask for his opinion? Smart ass? <laughs> he says, quote, I think it would be nice if your meal came with a side salad and six french fries. Um, I think you're an idiot for thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> or for even saying that. They no, say nobody asks. Okay, they say potatoes, especially those uh, dunked and cooked in oil, have been linked to obesity, diabetes, and heart disease. A study published last year in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition found that those who ate fried potatoes two or three times a week were at higher risk of mortality than those who ate their potatoes in other ways. So they're saying potatoes themselves are okay. You yeah. just can't deep fat fry them. Don't tell me how to have my potatoes, and if, you, and if you are going to deep fat fry them, you should only be eating six at a time. And I don't mean like six in one handful and then six in one handful. Which is it's exactly like what when I do. you order a burger and fries. What? I'm going to tell them, excuse me, don't fill up that container no. with all fries. Give me only six. No, he would like it if restaurants took the initiative. And when you ordered a burger and fries, it only came with six. No, that's not the way we live. It's <laughs> <laughs> not society. Stupid jackass. And uh, let me play you something from my computer here, because if that, uh, if that freaked you out. Oh, hold on. As I'm reading uh, the six French fry rule, yeah. I find this oh, no. Hold from on. Uh, the Food Insider. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Okay, listen to this. So keep in mind, we're now only supposed to eat six French fries at a time. Yeah. Right? Okay, and now listen to this. Hey, it's Rachel. I'm at Ben's Canteen in South London. I'm here because I recently heard that the correct way to eat a burger is to hold it upside down. The reason for this is that the bun is usually thicker on top, so by flipping it, there's more bread underneath to absorb the juices, and the burger is less likely to... Oh, shut up! (laughs) Again, nobody freaking asked for stupid opinion! So, six french fries per order, and now we're supposed to eat a burger upside down. (laughs) Nobody asked. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Man, my, it's this time of year where my fingernails start hurting. Your fingernails start hurting? Yeah, because How's that possible? I eat, over the holidays, I eat more pistachios than I do at any other time of the year. Oh, and, sure. And I had a ton over the weekend. I had some last night. And Yeah, and I had a ton over the weekend. And underneath my thumbnails is all cut and raw I know. from trying to force pistachios open. When we eat pistachios at home, my wife will always... Take the one that's like completely closed. Yeah. And then she'll just pass it to me. Right. Not to open for her, but just to open like I don't want this one you take. Deal with it. I I feel you should be able to bring those ones back for like more pistachios. You should. I need a shucker. You know what I mean? A a pistachio shucker? Yeah, like you know how they do with uh what are those things called? 
Yeah, like mussels. oysters. Oysters, yeah. Yeah, like I need a I need a I need a pistachio shucker, something that maybe just like slips over your thumb like a little thimble. You know that I can then just hold it and snap them open. You know that they sell pistachios shelled or hulled already. Don't want that because pistachios should be enjoyed one at a time. Yeah, I agree. I don't want to throw a handful of pistachios like, in like my peanuts. mouth. Like peanuts. Yeah, I don't want to do that with pistachios. And I and I enjoy the process. Like I enjoy the reward for a pistachio after having done the work. Yeah, However, it's hard I, work. I will say this though, and every bag has one. Every bag has that one nasty pistachio that ruins it for everybody else. You know when you eat that one and you're like, oh, that was off. Mm-hmm. Every bag has that one nasty stachio. Is it the one that the shell is pretty much open yeah. and it's still hanging in there? Yeah. But it's like dried yeah. out. It tastes terrible. Yeah. It tastes terrible. Like it tastes like foot, right? It's not good. I was gonna hey, say there's nothing. I was gonna say taste of foot. Plastic <laughs> bag. Not it. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I know we've done this debate before, but it's worth bringing back up again which is how people pronounce certain foods. Okay. Because in my head, I have a way that I pronounce all of these, but as soon as you give me the option, I start questioning my own self on how I pronounce certain things. We've had this debate before, a word like onion, where regular people say onion and Roz, you say. Well, stop it. I, I, it's onion, right? No. No, not it's onion. not. No. It's what is it? On- onion. onion. Okay. Okay. I'm, I might be alone on that island. <laughs> <laughs> That's not on alone. this list. You're alone on the onion island. Yeah. Okay. It's not on my list. Let me see. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Onion Island. Population, Roz. I don't know why I say it like that. Not onion. Either. I don't know why. And you know, it's only been in like the last couple of years where anybody has ever called me out on it. Really? Yeah. It's been I, your whole life? My whole life. I've never well, pronounced it first. What, what do you think? I'm like, I'm like 32. I decide I'm going to pronounce <laughs> onion differently. <laughs> like for some weird reason to be cool. Maybe. Just a mess of people. No. Okay. Like, was it not your grandmother that maybe said it wrong? My grandmother? Or your great-great-grandmother? No, like, my, it had to come from somewhere. No, my, uh, my grandmother was good for uh, newfie jokes and uh, uh, questionable uh, uh, racism. Uh, but not, not in any sort of like... I think everybody's grandmother is... Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, she, she, had that, she had that thing, but not, not it, it was never meant in any sort of derogatory way. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and my grandfather was, the, was good for telling me when I was a child that uh, what, what your belly button was for, which was that uh, he said that it's where you put the sugar uh, when you're lying in bed eating rhubarb so you, can, so you can dip it. And so for there was a good part of my life, there was a good part of my life that I thought the belly button was the salt hole or the... the, the <laughs> or the sugar hole or whatever you put on rhubarb. I'm not oh sure. So those are my grandparents. Um, okay, okay, so do you say uh, pecan or pecan? Pecan. Pe- or pecan. I say pecan. You say pecan? Yeah, like a pecan pie. Yeah. No, no, but it's a pecan pie. You say pecan? I've never heard you say pecan. <laughs> when I'm ordering a slice of pie, I go, can I get a pecan pie slice? Really? Yeah, all, always. But okay, but like, make it the individual though, okay? Oh, L- can we go and get a bag of a pecan? A bag of a pecan? <laughs> You've never <laughs> said that. There's Stop. all sorts of wrong in that sentence yeah. right there. Yeah. Okay, I don't so think, anyway, I think you're making that up. Anyway, 62% of people say that they do say uh, pecan. Oh, it's pecan. 62% pecan, right? Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Uh, the, the classic, is it uh, caramel or caramel? Oh, caramel. Yes, I agree with you on I that. I know a guy who always says caramel. 
and yeah. he, and, oh, and he knows it gets under my skin. Yeah, it does, right? It's caramel. Yeah. It's caramel. Yeah, and then we can go and buy a giant bag of pecan. <laughs> um, is it uh, is it mayonnaise or mayonnaise? Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. You say mayonnaise. that right? What do you Ma- say, Maury? Mayonnaise. What is that? Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. See, I say mayonnaise. You say what? Mayonnaise. Like something you'd like, rub on a man? Like uh, mayonnaise? Like, yeah. Like man, M A N A I S E, I guess it man-a's. would be. Yeah, mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? You know? Uh, it sounds like. Uh, yeah, you don't say mayonnaise? No, I say mayonnaise. Mayonnaise? Yeah. I've never said it like that. Like you use three syllables when you say mayonnaise. it. Mayonnaise. But if yeah. you take out the A's part, is it not just mayo? No, but we're, yeah, but it's mayonnaise though. I've never said Full mayonnaise. To me, got? that's too fancy. Uh, do you say uh, uh, almond or almond? Do you pronounce the L? I don't know anybody who says almond. No? Almond. 79% of people say almond. Do pronounce the L. No, it's almond. No way. Y'all are idiots to say it like that. Almond. Almond. Uh, Do you say uh, apricot or apricot? Apricot. 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 64% of people say apricot. And uh, um, bagel or bagel? This one drives me mental. How do you say it, Maury? It's bagel, but I know people that say boggle or bagel or boggle or whatever, and it drives me nuts. Bagel. No, it's bagel. bagel. Yeah, it's not. It's bagel. No, it's not. Bagel? Yeah. Like a bag. Yeah. And then, oh, bagel. Yeah. No, it's not. Now, I've yes. been to Israel where they were invented, and we say bagel. No, you don't. They say bagel. No, they do not. Yes, they bag, do. Bag, like I'm a just, bag. I'm just roasting Maury. Just oh. chill out now. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. So I'm going over this story here of where food comes from and huh? the knowledge kids have about where food comes from. So here, let oh me read God, you this. It comes from so many places. Half of the children in this survey did not know that eggs came from chickens, with what? many thinking that they popped out of the ground. Really? A third of the kids surveyed, when asked what kale was, they said it was a boy's name. <laughs> <laughs> I can't knock him for that. <laughs> that could be true. Uh, that one, could be true. One in ten primary school children thought that chocolate and cucumbers grow on trees, and turkey was from pigs. <laughs> chocolate kind of does grow on trees, though. I'm gonna I'm gonna call shenanigans on that one because cocoa grows on trees. Yeah. Like so the cocoa te- leaf. Yeah, well, it's yeah. It's, so if somebody had said in school, actually, if you trace it all the way back, chocolate does grow on trees. That's where kids may get that information from. No, but, but they're not. They're, they're probably picturing like a caramel bar like hanging a, from a tree, like a, just a big ball of chocolate that right. you then have to melt down. Uh, but turkey does not come from pigs. <laughs> <laughs> Which part? <laughs> but uh, so we'll go through some of these here because there's a lot of when it comes to food and where it comes from, mm-hmm. it's baffling how much you actually don't know. So, Maury, let me ask you this. Peanuts are a what? Peanuts are a what? Don't say allergy. Peanuts are a... Nut, fruit, or vegetable? I was going to say herb. (laughs) Wow. Okay, nut, fruit, vegetable, or herb? (laughs) Okay, well, peanut. Nut. Yeah, incorrect. Peanuts are actually a fruit. But it's nut. Peanut. I know. I know, but peanuts technically are a fruit. What makes it a fruit? Uh, because they grow on the ground, and it's the way they it's grow what is grown. Okay, sorry, Maury. Where do peanuts grow? Where do peanuts come from? They hang from trees. No, they don't. But it's a fruit. 
they don't peanuts grow. are peanuts are technically considered a fruit. Yes, because they don't grow from the ground. No, because they grow inside the ground. They're the root of the plant that they are. They're, they're, they're Wait, little. Or they're, it's a vegetable. What's that? It's no, but they're they're considered they're considered hey, a everybody fruit. Everybody, just stop. Okay. <laughs> they grow from trees. No, I've seen it. You've seen a peanut tree. Where, where, okay, right Mari, where did you see a peanut tree? I'm pretty sure in Portugal. You saw a peanut tree. From like the name mushroom? or the way that they look, it's difficult to find out if a nut is a fruit, a vegetable, or a seed. Some nuts are seed and others are fruit. Like with cashews a hard grow in shell. a tree. Right. Cashews are a nut. But grows in a tree. But how come I'm not dusting dirt off when I examples eat Examples of fruit, of examples of nuts that are actually fruit. Peanuts, almonds, hazelnuts, and chestnuts. But they grow on the ground. Yes, those are Yo, actually man. considered fruit. Peanuts are food. Rules need to get changed. Okay, while most people think of peanuts as nuts, they're actually legumes. What so is, why it, they got what the is word a legume? Nut? Why has it got the word nut in it? I don't know. Because uh, anyone that believes that is a nut. This type of plant with seeds that grow inside pods, such as peas or beans. So a peanut is more of like a pea or a bean than it is... I can't deal with this okay. right now. <laughs> okay. So Maury, Maury claims he's seen a peanut tree. Uh, asparagus. How does asparagus grow? Oh, straight up. <laughs> straight, straight up what? Now tell me if you want me. If all straight these people up from the ground. Like I think there's a lot of people calling in right now to debate. No, like straight up like from the ground. Like boom, 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 boom. That Maury is 100% correct. Asparagus grows straight up from the ground like boom, 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 boom. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Artichokes. Oh, God, I hate those things. They come with hearts. Um, artichoke is a is a like a fruit, like a like an apple. But how does it grow? On a tree. On a tree. No, artichokes are actually the stiff sort of petal parts of a flower. Really? Oh. Yeah. Like artichokes are red, violets are blue. Yeah. Okay, one more. Okay, hold on here. Pineapples, Maury. Pineapples. Oh, I've seen them grow. They grow in the ground. It takes three years. <laughs> That's true. A lot of people think pineapples grow on trees. They just I hang there like coconuts. So do I. No, they don't. They grow up out of like a bush. Really? Yeah. I thought you just go to Hawaii that, it's, and it's, you just see them all hanging from trees. No, 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 oh. they don't. All right. And uh, Maury, uh, Brussels sprouts, Maury. How do Brussels sprouts grow? Oh my God, I love those. Um, Brussels sprouts, do they not grow um, like from the ground straight up? Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> are they when you pick a Brussels sprout? Are you pulling it out of the ground, or are you? Is it already out in the world? It's already is it out above in the world. ground. It's above ground. That's right. It is above ground. It grows on like a weird little vine thing. Hmm. Yeah. Fum, fum, and fum, peanuts fum. grow from trees. No, they don't. There's no such thing as a Dude. peanut tree. It's just fun, fun, like fum, joke. Fum. Jokes over, man. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, a new survey asked people what the least appealing brands of food are or label on a food. Which are the least appealing? Give me an so example. When you walk in and you see something where yeah. it's like parent approved. You're like, uh, oh, boring. Boring. Yeah. You mean like right. kosher? Uh, like kosher would be on there. Sure. Yeah. Kosher is not on the list. Wait, is kosher on the list? No, kosher is not on the list. Gluten-free. Gluten-free is number uh, five on the list. Yeah, But you, you're you all about gluten-free now, Maury. Oh, but I it's, have but to it's be. not appealing, though. It's not yeah. appealing. I have to because yeah. my husband thinks he has all these issues. One, of, Yeah. <laughs> um, so the least appealing would be, uh, at number 10, sustainably sourced. Uh, <laughs> right? <yeah. laughs> Grass-fed, grass is that on there? Uh, no. 
What about made from concentrate? Because things that are grass fed taste better. I don't find that. I don't find that uh, unappealing. Oh. Something's grass fed. Oh, free run. Free run. <laughs> free range. <laughs> <laughs> Free run. <laughs> oh, by the way, while we're talking about food, yeah. Um, Mocha went out this morning and got Maury a tea. Maury wanted what kind of tea did you get, Maury? I asked for peach tranquility. Right. And because Mocha won't get me my blossoming rose. Okay. And what kind of tea did you get, Maury, Mocha? He got me. Oh, something rose. Rose something or the other. It was, no, it, sorry, not rose. Sorry. Um, uh, rainbow. But it's know. not. It Train- says detox on okay. the tea bag. Let me read you this text that I got from Maury. What? And I'm going to read it exactly the way Maury wrote it. Oh, hit me. This tea is the most disgusting thing I've ever drank Pause. into my mouth. Yes. Uh, spell how? Spell out disgusting? Uh, D-I-S-C-U-S-T-I-N-G. Okay. This tea is the most disgusting thing I've ever drank into my mouth. OMG, I can't drink it. What so I do? Uh, what so you do? <laughs> I should really read things first. When you say this is the most disgusting thing you've ever had to drink, Maury, you don't need to say into my mouth afterwards. Where else are you going to drink stuff into? <laughs> this is the wait. most disgusting so, thing wait a minute. I've ever so drank you lied? into my mouth. So you lied to me this morning when no, I gave I, you the tea? On, let's not get into a fight here. Let's no, make no, this no. fun. No, we no, have no. two roads we can go down here. We have two roads, Okay. The road where you take offense because you bought Maury a tea and he doesn't like it, and then you get bent out of shape about it. Or we can go down the road of this is the most disgusting thing I've ever had to drink into my mouth road. <laughs> Fine. The, we'll go down that road. <laughs> okay. The other road, yes. we'll go down after 10 okay. when the show's over. Okay. But let me just say, when, I, when you handed it to me, it smelled amazing. But then I took a sip of it <laughs> and I- like, Where did I, you sip it though? I, like in where I sit. Into your mouth. Into my mouth. Right, you drank it into your mouth. <laughs> I drank it into my mouth. Okay. And it was, it was like, it was awful. Like it should not be in my mouth. Right. OMG, I can't drink it. What so I do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. When you bring your, because I don't eat in the studio, Mocha. Mm-hmm. I don't eat from midnight until, no, sorry, 8 p.m. until noon the next day. So You, I, you don't oh eat until God. midnight? No, no, I don't eat. I only eat between noon and 8 p.m. Okay. Right? So I don't, I don't from 8 p.m. until noon the next day, even yeah. 12, 31 o'clock. How on earth do you go from whatever until noon without eating? Yeah, I just That's don't. That's like 16 hours? 16 hours. Yeah. God. So I only eat between noon God, that and- that explains his grumpiness. Noon and 8 p.m. And also my thin figure, Maureen. <laughs> well, you didn't let me finish. That can't be healthy, though. Why not? I mean, if you've been doing it for a long period of time- Yeah. Then your body's used to it, yeah. and you just stick with that, yeah. and that's fine. Yeah. You figured out a way. I mean, people aren't supposed to eat after eight p.m. anyway, right? It's not healthy. Yeah. Uh, but on the flip side, from the time you wake up until yes. dinner, yeah. whatever time dinner is, you're supposed to eat like every three to four hours. Because I go a four, so four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Sometimes a little bit later. So I, I will go sometimes eight and a half hours from the time I wake up until I eat my first food of the That's day. That's insane. I That's could ridiculous. never. Yeah. For, all, for all intents and purposes, yes, you are supposed to eat a meal when you wake up to burn that energy. I don't know if that's true, though. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. But I eat the same thing every day, and I found that I've been doing this. What? Where I have the same. I've had the same lunch for three months now. Which Tuna? I, I have uh, feta cheese omelet with mm-hmm. three pieces of bacon, 
And I've also had the same thing. I've also had yeah. the same thing for dinner now. Which is which what? Is, I have a baked potato. I take a baked potato and I put it in the bottom of a bowl. And then I open it up and I put uh, salt and pepper, a little bit of olive oil on it. Then I put lettuce on top of that. Yeah. Then I put chicken on top of that. And then I mix it all up with the hot potato on the cold lettuce and then the hot chicken on top. And then I just eat everything in one big giant bowl. You are like... That is carb central. You are like... Carb? What do you mean? It's a baked potato. Or starch. Starch central. It's a baked potato. You're like an old man set in his ways who will not change for anything. But it's delicious, though. No way, not no how. But it's delicious, though. But I thought I was alone. But listen to this, okay? Do you eat the same thing every day? No. No, you don't. People do. So one guy admitted to eating the same lunch for 20 years. Ham sandwich. Oh, man. Ham sandwich. Ham sandwich? No. Yeah. I get sick after three days. No, ham sandwich. Another one that said, they said the same chopped vegetables, tuna, and boiled egg every day for the last two years. That's been me for the last several months. These uh, These are work lunches. Um, so the top 10 meals that people eat every day, a prawn sandwich. I don't know who's eating a prawn Ew. sandwich. Prawns prawn? are fish, right? Is that some, like a shrimp? Yeah. Some sort of like Michelina, like uh, microwave, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, potato. Yo, I know a guy who works in our building. Yeah. Loves Michelina. What, what is it? Michelina? Like, or is that like, like some sort pasta. of like, like some sort of pasta Like dish? a fettuccine. He uh, will eat that joint at like six o'clock in the morning. Uh, egg sandwich, regular uh, egg salad sandwich, a baguette, a salad, chicken sandwich, cheese sandwich, number two, and then ham sandwich is the thing that most people eat over really? and over and over again is a ham sandwich. Isn't cheese sandwich just two pieces of bread and cheese? That's a cheese sandwich more. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If you can eat one thing every single day, Maury. Mac and cheese. Would it really be? Mac, my mac and cheese, though, with Which the ketchup, disgusting. with the tuna, with the hard-boiled That's egg. That's disgusting. Yeah. Mac and cheese, ketchup, no. tuna, and a hard-boiled I'd rather egg. starve for 16 I, hours. I would, I would oh, starve. and the corn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Let's talk food for a second. Ooh. Lerve me some fur. <laughs> Is there anything you eat that you feel that you eat a little bit differently than other people? Pizza. How do you eat pizza? I fold it in half. I fold I, mine in half too. I take a slice and I uh, I make a little indent in the yeah. crust. Yeah. And then I fold it at that indent. Yeah. And that's how I eat the pizza. I'm with you. Some people will do that, but not at the very beginning. They'll start eating the triangle part first. Right. And then yes. they'll fold it. Like whenever we have pizza at home, my wife's always like, why do you fold your pizza like that? I, I've eaten my pizza like that forever because I used to I used to be in the very low percentage of people who ate their uh, pizza with a fork and knife. Oh, yeah. Which, according to a new survey, eighteen percent of people actually eat their pizza with a fork and knife. Really? Yeah. Uh, what do you think the percentage of people who have you ever seen somebody go crust first on a pizza? Never. No. No. More. Um, little kids. Really? Kids don't eat the crust. My brothers eat crust first, and then really because I th- really? for some reason I guess they think it's cleaner. Oh, they don't like the toppings, maybe. Huh. Oh my god! Like most kids, like when you go to like a little kid birthday party and you look at the plates afterwards, it's just crust it's everywhere. Just crust. I hate the crust. It's crust <laughs> everywhere. It's a sea of crust. Seven uh, percent of people go crust first. Really? Yep. Uh, I've never had string cheese. You ever had oh, string yeah? cheese? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. I've never had a pop tart. Never. No. Really? No. They were wow. too expensive when I was a kid. Do you want me to go get some so we I can both have not. some? I, would I really die want if one. I ate one of those things. Uh, okay, so people who, when you eat string cheese, do you just bite it or do you actually pull it apart like you're supposed to? Well, as a grown adult, yes. I just eat the cheese. I don't. You don't play with it? No. Okay, oh, boring. You string it apart so it lasts longer. Okay. Uh, 21% of people just go ahead and bite it. Yeah. Right. Uh, what about eating ribs with a fork and knife? 
No, hands. Hands, hands all day. Really? No, huh? but what I do is if I get a rack, yeah. I will take the knife and I'll slice it up first. Like if it if it if yeah. I get it on a plate that and it hasn't been like sliced up already. Yeah. Well, you can't be like a savage and pick up like a foot long rack of ribs and just start eating it between no, the bones. No, but you can pick it up and rip it apart with your hands. Oh, I get, I see what you're right? saying. Okay, Maury. Uh, I only eat ribs if Matthew takes the meat off the bone for me. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I can't do that all that. Why? Way. It's too much work. Wait. So then, do you then eat the meat? With your hands, or you use a fork and knife? I use a fork, but he puts it all on my plate for me, and I'll eat it with the fork. Really? <laughs> what are you, fine? <laughs> do you not like corn on the cob either, because that's too much work? Oh, I love corn, like, but you just gnaw on that. I just feel like with the ribs... With but what's the, ribs, the difference between that and ribs? I don't know. I just feel like ribs, to me, it's a, it's a lot of work for very little meat. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's what she said. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> what about chicken wings? Chicken wings are very much like a rib, where you have to really yeah, work at it. it. I get accused of leaving so much on the bone. Right. Oh, that I hate drives, people like you. I know, it drives me crazy. Nuts. Yeah. If like, I you didn't just find, eat the good parts. Honestly, more, if I didn't find you so disgusting and we went out for ribs, I would like wait, I would eat the meat off the bone <laughs> on, on your plate. But I wouldn't because, as I said, I find you disgusting. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.